I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Eric McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. Please listen to our full podcast episodes as well, where we have unscripted, in-depth conversations about the Wolverines. On to the headlines. When Jawan Howard was hired as Michigan's men's basketball coach in May of 2019, many questioned the decision. Much of the initial skepticism highlighted two facts. Howard had never been a head coach and had never coached in college. Yet in just his second season, Howard has Michigan ranked number three in the country on top of the Big Ten with the nation's top recruiting class on the way. Asked this week whether he heard the criticism when he was hired and if it motivates him, Howard gave a three-minute answer. He said he heard the doubters and still does. He references ultra-competitiveness. I wouldn't have been able to last 19 years in the NBA if I didn't have a certain edge about me, Howard said. I worked at this. I'm going to continue to keep working. I love it. People are going to always doubt or have their opinions, end quote. Some of those opinions, no doubt, have had to change. A second Michigan quarterback is mulling an offseason transfer, paving the way for a two-man showdown for the starting job this fall. Joe Milton, who began the 2020 season as the Michigan starting quarterback, has entered his name into the NCAA transfer portal, he announced on Thursday. In a post on social media, Milton said he would enter as a graduate transfer, granting him immediate eligibility in 2021 with three years left. I want to thank Coach Harbaugh for giving me that opportunity to come to play for a program with lots of tradition, Milton wrote. I have bonds with my brothers that will last forever. A message to Milton seeking further comment was not immediately returned, but the decision by the six foot five, 243-pound quarterback is a significant one for Michigan's offseason competition at the position. Milton was expected to vie for the starting job with Kate McNamara, a redshirt freshman who bested Milton last fall for the role, and freshman J.J. McCarthy. Milton appeared to regress as the season went on, completing 74% of his passes for 525 yards and a touchdown in Michigan's first two games, only to throw four interceptions and watch his completion percentage fall off a cliff over the next four. In January, Milton sported a cast over his throwing hand in a post on social media, suggesting that he may have been dealing with an injury at the time. Thursday's top 15 showdown between Michigan's women's basketball team and Indiana lived up to its billing. The 11th-ranked Wolverines took a one-point lead into the fourth quarter, but got into foul trouble late, and the 14th-ranked Hoosiers capitalized. They made 9 of 10 free throws in the fourth to beat Michigan 70-65 to in Bloomington. The game featured 17 lead changes, and neither team led by more than three in the fourth quarter until Indiana went ahead 69-65 to with 29 seconds remaining. Michigan starter Haley Brown followed out with just over two minutes remaining, while three other Wolverines finished with four fouls, including Big Ten preseason Big Ten Player of the Year Nas Hillman. The junior only played three minutes in the first quarter after picking up two early fouls, but she finished with a team-high 23 points and 12 rebounds. The Wolverines held Indiana to 37% shooting, but struggled to defend beyond the arc. The Hoosiers were 9 of 18 from deep. Michigan, which was left out of the NCAA Division I Women's Basketball Committee's first top 16 rankings that were released Monday, had a chance to make a statement Thursday against Indiana, which checked in at number 15. But the Hoosiers' victory also moves them ahead of the Wolverines in the Big Ten in win percentage. Besides Michigan, there are three Big Ten teams in the top six of the NCAA's net rankings. Because of postponements and a back-heavy schedule, Michigan has yet to face any of them. That will change on Sunday, when the Wolverines visit Ohio State. A make-up date with Illinois is likely on the way, and Michigan hosts Iowa in early March. Mike Smith transferred to Michigan from Columbia in the spring. He said part of the reason for choosing Michigan was a game like Sunday's. It's prime time, Smith said. You live for these days and these games. It's going to be a championship-caliber game for sure. 
win or lose, Michigan is thinking bigger picture. We don't play to say we had a good first half of the season, Ford Franz Wagner said. We've got a lot more work to do to achieve our goals that we set before the season. The next game is just another step for us. Michigan's football team will get an early jump on spring practice this year with a start date set for Monday, February 22nd. The date was confirmed to MLive by a team spokesman late Tuesday, an earlier-than-usual start for the Wolverines after their abbreviated 2020 season was cut short by the COVID-19 virus pandemic. Michigan and all other college football programs will get 15 practice dates, likely spanning the calendar through March. It's unclear whether the schedule will culminate with an open-to-the-public spring game at Michigan Stadium, as has been the case in years past. Typically, Jim Harbaugh-led Michigan teams begin spring practice in mid-March and conclude sometime in mid to late April before the conclusion of the semester. Last year, in 2020, the Wolverines were set to begin on March 17th before a stay-at-home order effectively closed campus and forced players and coaches to return home. For these stories and more, please visit MLive.com slash Wolverines.